Hello and welcome to episode three of Oh Bravo the podcast. You're with Kendall. She prepared the burritos tonight via Uber Eats. Uh, and we're with Chantel who brought the um, beautiful, soft, <laughs> effervescent, delicious. free wine? Um, brie, I was going to say. Oh, right. <laughs> but I'll take the wine as well, which we're currently drinking. Well, we thought it was appropriate to drink some wine this week because there has been a lot of news in Reality World for Bravo. Usually it's kind of like our quick skim over moment. Yeah. And, and when I'd I say like usually... say as well, I've been sober for five days. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I um, got my her journey. lower right wisdom tooth out and it was horrific. And I feel proud to say that I've only had a glass of wine yesterday. For the first time in a week, which I've, is why our I've had a lot of friends get their wisdom teeth out. Oh, tell me about it. But yours was infected, so I feel like it's painful enough normally. It wasn't infected, it was impacted. Okay, <laughs> you hate me. Apparently, my wisdom teeth found a place in my mouth. Shut the fuck up. My dentist said it just grew. I'm offended. Inhabited, fragrant, living it in It means there. you've got four more teeth than I do in your <gasps> mouth. And it means you have a bigger mouth than I do for a I mean, jobs. I have a theory that I smell... What? That's another podcast. Can I another smell day. it now? <laughs> no, 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 no. You keep that nose You to have yourself. gross toes, apparently, and you have a bad breath. I'm really attracted to And I'm concerned for you in no, so No, but ways. so Kendall is, yep, six days sober well, Monday night. Not, no, because we're no. having Chantel's organic wine. But well done on, yeah, preservative free. I think so. It's like up and goes and like some good yogurt and tapioca pudding like goes a long way for the diet i tell you i love it and then you broke it out today with the burrito burritos i haven't had a burrito since two weeks ago when we did the podcast <laughs> for the first time another like, long you know sobriety from burrito and i tell you guys anyone that's thinking about getting a burrito i would just scrap the cheese and it'll save you a lot of calories it has saved you won't even miss it <laughs> i mean yeah you just pack more meat in it's all good i swear to you my life has changed because I'm a cheese person, but now I'm just like, I'll just have cheese and cream. I mean, we'll still tray. eat like eight kilos of soft cheese on the side. Yeah, but we would have done that anyway. So it's just, <laughs> you know. All right. Over us, let's talk about really quickly. Yeah, we got to get straight quickly, into the I mean, news of the week because t- this week, Shansi will confirm that it's been absolutely nuts. And she's been the one every single morning I wake up. We're in Sydney. I wake up at 7 a.m. Sydney time. And every day I wake up to a post that was posted two hours ago. <laughs> People think we probably live on the other side of the world just because I'm posting at 3 a.m. Chantel suffers from insomnia, sleep. apparently. Just, yeah, I'm really <laughs> struggling right now. I have a nap like at 12, which is really my workplace. Don't appreciate it. But I just, I can't sleep. And it's not because of the drama, but it's because she has to break the news. Yeah, like it's Chantel's responsibility. Our three Majority followers. of the posts, you guys, that you find, like, it's Shansi. Like, I'm the one with the dogs. Yeah. I talk about dogs, like, once every three <laughs> days. That's, not, like, the Kendall contribution is no, mostly about I dogs. love to break news that was already broken 20 minutes ago. No, but I find news out from our, from our own Instagram. You are welcome. Yes, yeah. basically from you. Um, <laughs> anyway, talking about that news, so obviously... Who would have thought, like, this time last week when we were talking about our podcast, having little bitches about Stassi and Kristen, we're talking about the whole cree-cree, the WeHo witches debate. The cree-cree. The cree-cree. I love <laughs> Kiki gets the name, but it's not Kristen, you know. Anyway, I cannot believe what ha- has happened this week, you know? know. It's been really... Okay, so for anyone that's hidden really under a crazy. rock and suddenly has an interest in a very niche podcast, yeah, I think you know what's happening. But obviously we're talking about the whole... You know, Kristen Doody and I can't say her last name. Doody. 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 An American accent on that one. Doody. Darcy Schroeder being left from um, let go of their contracts on Vanderpump. Which is a nice way to say fired. Fired. They were motherfucking fired. And obviously, Max and Brett have been too, but no one cares. No, no, no. But I mean, it's an interesting point. It's an interesting point that they have because, you know, the first Vanderpump reunion, part one of three. We've now watched the second one last night. But the first one, like, it was kind of a bit of a lull, the whole racist thing. Like, obviously, it wasn't a lull. It's very serious. But as far as the show went, Lisa was like, they're totally, yeah. you know, different people. Like, I enjoyed that. Ari, first. Max, and Brett. Totally. Like, yeah. I thought it was great. They brought up, like, Andy brought it up. He asked them because so many times in reunions, they, like, kind of, 
you know neglect to talk about the real deal yeah like the real stuff so i was very impressed that they brought it up um but obviously it's taken new weight this week because of you know all the black lives matters protests that are happening across australia america around the world yeah and rightly so yeah so basically for everyone that doesn't know stacy posted um something on her podcast Maybe three years ago, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Roughly, maybe even more. And it was three or four years ago. And it was actually addressed on Vanderpump Rules with Billy, because Billy Lee was going to go on Stassi's podcast on the show. And Ariana actually warned Billy and said, Oh, you know, Stassi said some pretty ignorant stuff before. And I think they played a snippet of the podcast on the show, but I didn't actually hear the full thing until recently. Which is basically Stassi saying, you know, that the whole... She doesn't understand why they, quote-unquote, being black activists, need to make such a big deal about things. And that she was upset about the Academy Awards or whatever because she was like, why is it that black activists need to make it about them? What about, like, Latinos and Asians? Which is obviously the fucking craziest thing to say and like it wasn't put eloquently she didn't say, say she it well put on an accent for when she, she was sounded fucking people. ridiculous yeah can, there's no way that you can say something like that which is and she prefaced it she knew she was gonna offend people she prefaced it by being like oh i'm gonna piss some people off but mm. if you don't agree with me you can just unfollow me which is essentially what she said but there's no way you can get around saying what she said without thinking that it was fucking moronic but, I mean, the thing is, it was three years ago, and we've watched this show knowing that she Sorry. said that. I mean, obviously, we didn't know the extent of it, but I'm not going to make excuses. Like, I definitely knew she made racist comments. But it makes me feel like she said that. They addressed it on the show. The thing that she said to Billy was she cried because she felt like Ariana called her ignorant. She was upset mostly because people thought she was ignorant. Mm-hmm. I thought I don't think she was upset about anything that she said other than the fact that people interpreted it as ignorant. Totally. And then she said to Billy, I encourage you to listen to the podcast and make your own assumptions because it, she obviously thought that what she said wasn't interpreted correctly. But I think there's no other way to interpret what she said other than how she said it, which makes me feel even worse about the way that she handled the situation because I'm like, if you encourage Billy to check out the podcast for yourself... When I checked out the podcast for myself, like, there was Same. only one way to interpret it, and that was mm-hmm. she was being fucking ridiculous. And I'm ridiculous. Right. Like, I know I definitely have unconscious, like, racism. Like, yeah. there's so many things that I wouldn't even think about that black people have to, ma- like, have to think about or don't have to think about that just affect them. Yeah. And I still was like, whoa. Yeah, it was crazy. Right. The so shit that came out very, of her mouth was, it was obvious gnarly. Racism. Yeah. It wasn't misconstrued. It wasn't put out of context. She was saying it to kind of, I don't know. It felt like it was her opinion that she so like, hey, she so blatantly explained like, no. before she mentioned it. She was like, "I'm no." She even prefaced it by saying, "I know I might piss some people off, but this is what I think. And if you don't agree with what I think, you can unfollow me or whatever." Which to me says, "You're not unintentionally making these comments. You're no. very intentionally putting your opinions out there." which are very crazy opinions in in my Just opinion <laughs> ignorant and dumb and also you can't really have an opinion on something that doesn't affect you exactly and i think that the whole issue to do with you know the black lives matter protests that are going on right now is that a lot of um caucasian people and white people are thinking like oh if i didn't have the intention to be racist then it's fine like if i never intended to be racist then everything's fine but it's like no the whole point Mm. of the black lives matter movement is that a lot of racism happens without intention and it's something that's like subconsciously instilled in a lot of people and the way that you talk and the way that you approach situations shouldn't just be like subconsciously like oh like i didn't try to get faith arrested because she was black, like, I tried to get Faith arrested because, I don't know, like, I don't like I her. Know, but it's yeah. like, no, you need to start thinking And I'm guilty better. totally as a white person of just, you know, I would never say what Sansi said, but I definitely, like, have probably at one point or another 
been, you know, unconsciously like privileged. I don't know. Like, well, just... yeah, because we can't even remotely begin to understand what's going on. Definitely with people of color and how they react to these situations and that's why i think that 100 percent bravo made the correct decision in firing Kristen and stassi because it's not up to us mm-hmm. you and i as like white young women to make a call about no. this and of course like well up until this season i have loved watching um Kristen and stassi on banner pop rules like i love that show i'm not gonna hide it obviously that's what we're doing here love the show love the random stupid drama Love that she has a book that's like the widest book ever called Basic Bitch. Yes, but neither of us have read it. <laughs> but like, also I think I was pretty impressed by Bravo that they made a stand. It's not being like, hey, we hate you, Stacy, Kristen, we're going to kill you <laughs> about this like whole thing. But what it is, it's more just like going forward and being like, hey, this is no longer acceptable. People exactly. actually have to be active in their thinking because... It's and Bravo has fair. to stand for something. And I think that, like, for you and I, we both, neither of us support cancel culture. I think that's also something that yeah, was we should note. Before. It's shit. We should note talking about, because, like, regardless of what's going on with anyone's personal life, like, we don't believe in saying, can't, hashtag cancel Stasi, hashtag cancel Kristen, hashtag cancel anyone, because no. that is horrific. Like, you would be ignorant to think that your words on social media don't affect someone's personal life. You don't know what's going on in anyone's personal life. So mm-hmm. we don't support cancel culture. No but I think it is good to note that, you know, Bravo was the one that initially supported these people's career and the decision to end it or to, to pull back on their end was correct based on the circumstances. I don't think it needs to necessarily lead to like cancel X or Y situation, it just should mean that like if you don't no longer represent the values of the brand that you claim to be representing, then it doesn't really make sense for you to be involved with them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I saw so out of the four that got fired, obviously since the firing, no one's really spoken except Brett. Yeah. And that's oh, what did Brett say? So Brett kind of came out with a statement, and it I kind of was like impressed as in because he didn't make any excuse for it he was Mm. just like obviously it's upsetting but i fully accept it and i am going to better myself it and no one cares that you're fine obviously no one cares we (laughs) hardly know you brett but i was like cool i appreciate that you weren't like my ideas were misconstrued but sorry you're offended i like that he was just like i made a mistake yeah and went with like i'm bettering my i'm trying to better myself blah 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 I think Brett's massive tool, just out of normal, like normal times. But I was like, wow, go Brett or his PR company, whoever's doing it, just to be like, yeah, I don't, I think right now they just have to accept it. If they want any hope of having a future in the public eye, just to be like, cool. Take full responsibility. Take full responsibility. At the end of the day, you're still massively privileged. Exactly. You'll be okay. There has been rumors of Stasi's hospitalization after all well, this so has come out before like official word that they were fired this whole this instagram popped up called accountability for stassi firstly i was like texting kendall i was like <laughs> how the hell do they get seven thousand followers Nate, in one how do day? we do our regular jobs when like, all this shit was happening this week that's like <laughs> it's also like their hashtag game or like whatever they're doing to get followers is beautiful but also i just think it was time but um Anyways, so they, so Kendall was like, look at all this stuff Stassi said, because, I mean, I don't listen to Stassi's podcast, but I was like, okay, the racist comments, and then they kind of had a build-up of all her really awful commentaries on her podcast, and there was stuff about me too, saying kind of like some girls, what did she say? It was crazy, like she was, they had captured a snippet from one of her podcasts about the Me Too movement, where Stassi was talking to a guest, and she was kind of like, oh, you know... I don't really understand how these girls jump on the Me Too movement when they're claiming that these people force them to give blowjobs. Like, no one could ever force me to give a blowjob. Like, I was getting angry. That's just not something, like, I would ever, like, accept to do if I didn't want to. Like, can you just say no question And that made me realize at that point, like, how privileged I was to be, like, obviously the racist comments I was, like, angry at. But obviously I can't understand it. And I was like, wow, okay this is a comment that's not race like 
It's gender driven. It's, it's just about women. So obviously that included me in this time. And but it I was, was like, crazy. It was basically it. just was saying like, that like, wow, women... I should have been angry at the other thing too, but because it doesn't include me, I'm obviously not as angry about it. It just should proved be. to me, like, I always have thought, like, without knowing anything, that Stasi was, like, relatively intelligent as far as people went. But yeah, like, she had witty comments. She's yeah. obviously, like, made the most out of a really, like, amateur hour reality show. But listening to the shit that she would talk about, the Black Lives Matter movements and the Me Too movements, like, I was infuriated because it's like, how fucking dumb can you be? You're sitting there, like, you're confidently talking about this. It's mm. not even like you're you have a somewhat like mediocre opinion and you're saying I might need to be educated about this, but this is what I'm thinking. It's like, you know what? Fuck you. If you don't care about what I have to say, you can unfollow me. You can unsubscribe. This is what I think. Like Boom. you asked us to unsubscribe and now it's exactly like, has. it's like you can't talk with such conviction and then be like, <sighs> someone misunderstood me. Like you can't be like, yeah. Oh, you know what? I think I was misunderstood by the greater audience and that's why all this shit has happened because I'm obviously not X, Y, and Z. And it's like, mm-hmm. you're not obviously not X, Y, and Z because you've, you've said all that stuff with such conviction that how's anyone supposed to believe that you don't believe? I don't know. Like, I think losing them will be a loss for the show, but it's a win for like humanity. <laughs> yeah. As lame as that. Like it's a win for, just knowing that shit doesn't you can't just say shit anymore like you will be held accountable and you should be like you should maybe take time to think before you speak so there's been a lot of people since Darcy and Kristen's firing that have called out to try and get rid of Jax yes and I think how do you feel about this (laughs) well situation and do you think that Jax should also have been let go or do you think that he's still to be let go like what do you think is gonna happen yeah like then it's kind of you're like Everyone should be let go because everyone's been a dick. But not everyone has been a dick to the point of jocks and jocks. Jocks! So (laughs) suave. And just... Because Billy Lee did mm. come out and say that she thinks that Jax refused to film with her because she's trans. Mm -hmm. And there's been a lot of, like, accusations also from Faith saying that she thinks that Jax was equally, if not more, offensive in talking and dealing with faith as Kristen Stassi so I think it's just it's a very complicated situation where obviously we're not the producers Mm-mm. of Bravo we can't really figure out wait when, what yeah. we're not <laughs> no but then it's kind of like do you get rid of Luann for blackface in 2018 maybe like that was really recent that was really bad and like why couldn't you just dress as any other white person like you're like or there Chrissy wasn't Teigen young ago there came out a picture of her dressing as a Native American for Halloween I know, but then it's like, who do you not cancel? Who do you cancel? It's like, also, yeah, we're totally getting off topic. We'll wrap it up. But it's kind of like the idea of getting rid of all the Netflix shows that include, Mm. like, Little Britain. Like, I've loved that growing up. Summer Heights High. Summer Heights High. But it's also, like, there's time and a place for that. And there isn't anymore. Like, do you keep period shows? Like, The Crown? Like, because they show things where well, so women show, are yeah. like I just don't think it's our place to say like, like is that because it's the time like do you keep period pieces in and do you say that like you know Summer Heights High is a period piece about the early no. 2000s see I don't think it is I think see yeah that's a comedy and a satire making fun of people as much as I enjoyed it it is problematic and it's wrong and but is it up to you to decide that it's wrong or is it up to the people that are marginalized it is not to decide up to that it's wrong? World. Exactly. It is up to the people. And if they decide that it's not wrong, is it wrong? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like it's a very complicated situation it's right now. Big... I think that everyone's kind of figuring out mm. where it starts and where it ends. I think that all that we wanna say about this topic this week is that we hundred percent support Bravo's decision to remove. Totally. Stassi and Kristen like, from the actually show. actually surprised. Like, impressed and surprised. Like, I remember waking up to the news and being like, oh my god, go Bravo. Like, mad respect. <laughs> exactly. We respect brands, companies, institutions that we look up to. Yeah. And we want them to believe in the same things that we do, which is obviously we believe in equal rights for all human beings, no matter what the colour of your skin. So, 
to us, it seemed like a no-brainer when all this shit came out. We finally, like, we too had taken a long time to, to come around. Like, yeah. to, to know this stuff about what these people had done to Faith. And once it came out, I yeah, felt actually, like it I was never a no-brainer. Yeah, actually, I never that whole thing. And I probably did at the time hear about it and would have just dismissed it as, like, tinsy bit of gossip on the side of agree and so i didn't really register it but then now i'm like whoa no that's majorly freaking awful yeah no brainer and it's not up to us regardless even Mm -hmm. if we had an opinion where we said we didn't want them to be fired it's not up to us to decide whether or not we're offended by their actions so i think that at the end of the day probably made a good decision if you're on if you're on a show that has x amount of viewers and you have you've got a platform a profile to have like two million instagram followers and you go around the country touring that's something that you have to lose and darcy had that to lose like that when you have that much behind you you've got to be smart you've got to really think about what your words say and your opinions yeah 100 percent. so i think overall the news this week obviously was very grim there's a lot going on in the world. It's very upsetting to see people that we've been watching for so long have such horrific viewpoints on a lot of things. We support Black Lives Matter. We think that Black Lives 100% matter. And we also will not support any poor comments on our Instagrams. No. Oh, bravo, the podcast <laughs> is not a supporter of shit talk. That's not how we live our okay, lives. Okay, should we roll into the reunion? Okay, so this week we did part two of the three-part Vanda reunion, which is obviously weird just because we were watching from a point of, I think it was actually the day, at least in Australia, oh. we found out that, yeah. you know, everyone, four of the 16 billion squares on the screen of the reunion were fired. So yeah. it was strange watching because I was like, did you know at this point that you're in a racist? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was weird. It was gnarly. Like, I think that we had no idea, obviously, at the time that Kristen and Stasi talking about their Witches of WeHo situation, it's like, it all becomes redundant knowing that they're fired from the show now. But, so, we initially did a recap on Vanderpump Rules Reunion Part 2. I think that the, the first thing that happened mm. was that it kind of went into charlie mm, charlie talking to jack i like charlie and the greater v pump crew saying that she felt like she was being bullied she felt like she almost wanted to quit the show multiple times because of what was happening with her bullying I, and okay like, so i think charlie is a lot of fun i don't think she's as innocent as she seems like yeah. i feel like she says things sometimes that are wrong and would definitely throw people onto the bus but also as far as like what we've seen face value right now like i think she's got a great energy for the show we need that but lala made a very like intense comment when charlie said that and Mm -hmm. was like oh my god like you would never have lasted like when i first came on the show like no do you think that lala was bullied like when she first came on like that because that's what she was implying that she was bullied way harder than lala really annoyed me this episode like how she kind of cried and was like, it turns out I'm just an asshole. It's not about the sobriety. It's like, yeah, you yeah. are an asshole. Like you are like, she has such double standards for everyone. Yeah. If Randall did anything wrong, she would never admit it. She's never wrong. She thinks she's so funny. And I'm just kind of sick of the double standards. She never gives like, even she was so mean to Raquel and she's yeah. like, Raquel, I love you, baby. Um, you're my girl. Hmm. It's like, no, actually, you were really rude. Like, when they replayed that whole clip where like she was shit, like, yeah. know your place, I was like, you're a mean girl. Like, yeah. you're so weird. Just stop. Yeah. So you think that Lala, yay or nay, was treated horrifically when she first started the show? Yes, I think Lala was treated badly, but also, like, She's not doing anything. Like, Charlie's not doing anything that Lala did. Lala was, like, on the plane going to, like... Exactly. I think that Lala came in super, super fucking strong. Yeah, Whereas but Whereas I don't think like, that Charlie or Danica... None of the new people have really, honestly, to me, come in, like, with okay. very strong personalities. Lala came in saying that she wanted to fuck Katie's boyfriend. Yeah, that's gnarly. Charlie did not do that. Exactly. So, therefore, Charlie should not, like... Yes. Be subject to the no. same amount of critique that Lala was when she first arrived. Exactly. I and get then, it. Like, it's, yeah, it's a show. Like, you want drama. Like, Charlie, sorry if you thought you were going to come in. It was smooth sailing. Also, I don't think you did. You're not that stupid. 
But, I mean, I feel like Charlie, like, the biggest issue that everyone had with her was the fact that she didn't eat pasta, which I'm <laughs> still mad about because I, was, I feel like... I'm like, I'm so pissed at pasta, but when you put pasta next to what we've now dealt with, it's But, pasta. like, carbonara, bolognese, linguine, risoni, fucking orecchetti, like, le- like Don't how can you not live your whole life without eating pasta? You know what? She's laughing now because she has tried pasta and she has the whole plethora of plasters to go through i it's like when you and binge watch rick and morty and you wish that you could go back and like have not seen it or so like a normal show like time um <laughs> something the fans can discuss amongst themselves it would be like if someone showed you friends for the first time and they were like and you wish that you in. could go back and be like wow i'm watching this for the first time mm-hmm. it's amazing like that's how i every, imagine the pasta situation every pasta spiral of goodness would be like a ross geller phoebe buffet joke and you'd be oh. like this comedic timing is beautiful it's crazy so like charlie has all those feelings and i think the next thing that happens in the reunion is they go into the whole James and his sobriety journey. Loved it. They talk about, you know, the way that he treated La, uh, not La, sorry, Raquel in the beginning of the season. Oh and God, how, I loved like, how Raquel was like, I'm too happens. And I'm too, did she say nice smart? Or nice. Okay. I, I was know. like, she surely did not say smart. Like, mm, <laughs> she's, not a, she's not a bright one. But I like that she like stood up for herself and, to be fair, like, she's stayed true to who she is. Yeah. She might not be the brightest girl, but she's the loveliest one. And, and there was not a dry in the motherfucking house when James was talking about his sobriety. Oh, there was. Cray-cray. Oh, Cray-cray was being cray-cray. Yeah, like, Cray-cray was cray-cray. But Kristen does herself a disservice when she rolls her eyes and is like, oh, James, he was treating me so badly. It's like, he did, but also that was, like, what, six years ago? It's time mm. to move on. You also weren't... You, like, punched him in the face, I think, at one point in a car park. Like. But I think that, like, the whole crew, like... Not Katie, but I think, like... Maybe I've been looking at Stassi in a different light, knowing everything that's been happening. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, like, when Stassi was talking about Raquel, I was getting really pissed off because I was like, you know what, Stassi? Raquel oh, has same. honestly been trying to be friends with you. Like, she hasn't made it a secret that she's been trying to become closer to you and your friendship group for years. And all of a sudden now that, like, you've realized that Raquel has a fan base, you realize mm. she's an amicable, likable person on the show, and it would actually be a disservice to you to be an asshole to her because she actually has people that care about her. I know. That you're, like, all of a sudden, like, yeah, it actually makes me really sad the way that you treated her, and Raquel's actually really amazing. Like, it's like... No, Whoa. it's so true. Watching... It's totally what you say. Watching that in the light of they just got fired i couldn't yeah, help but look at Stasi being like you strategic silly girl and i was like <laughs> you're sucking up to raquel so much being like oh my god yeah we didn't know sorry british accent i'm gonna stop that oh my but god. yeah when she was saying she's like oh yeah i didn't know what lala was saying at that party like what are you doing bullshit. Girl? fucking bullshit look back at that Stasi is sitting there in the corner smiling she was loving that drama and Stasi like season one season two season three Season four even is a fucking badass motherfucker, and she would never She would never be a docile creature. And the fact that she's sitting there being like, "I didn't know what Lala was talking about," but it's like, she, don't act dumb. You she knew exactly did. What she she doing. knew what Lala was doing. Lala's a bully, but Lala wasn't bullying her, and, and so she was, she okay was happy with it. with it. Yeah, and she knew that Raquel was like weak, lovely, but like didn't stand up for herself. But then obviously she did in her own way, and like. They've all backed out Raquel except um, Sandoval and Ariana. Agree. Agree. They've called her dumb. They've called her Which meek. she is. Like, I would stand by that saying a thousand times. She's very dumb. But she's very she's nice. She's dumb. I don't think she's dumb. I think that she's um, mm. naive. I wouldn't call her dumb. I'd call her naive. I would think that occasionally, like, she thinks... People are better than I think the world. No, true. I did appreciate when she was like... But I think in reality, she's actually smart. Like, after listening to fucking Stassi talk about shit, I don't think that Stassi's smart. So I think I need to whole reassess my perception of smart and dumb on the show. maybe we're not... Maybe I'm a moron. (laughs) Maybe we're not sound judgment. Maybe I'm a fucking moronic human. The reunion, like now, it's also faded by my. Well, then I think they went on to talk to Lala after this whole situation, being like, "Well, look at the way that you talked to Raquel. Mm -hmm. Look at the way that you talked to other people on the show this season. Like you claimed it was like 
your issues with sobriety that cause you to talk like that, but then it kind of came mm-hmm. out to be that you're sober now and you're still talking in such a horrific way. God forbid, way maybe I am just awful. That's what I, I think. I keep knocking my wine back on That chime is not Punchback, not Dick! It is Kendall getting it's like back in the ring. Lala Kent. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Lala at 100 minus... 150 pounds <laughs> versus our Lala's okay, so correct morals at 150 pounds. Before we wrap up the Lala thing, because I'm really over Lala right now, she did bring up Fofty. Oh, Fofty. She was saying oh, that was the out. whole rift with James, and I was like, oh shit, that was at the season two when. Which, to be honest, I would have made a joke about as well, because Me that's too, fucking bullshit. An iconic joke. Like, sorry, but if one of my friends got. Okay, just say Kendall. You just were saying about. And one of your friends. Fofty sent started. Hunting you for money. It'd be I'd hilarious. Be like, yes, I'm gonna Instagram. Yeah, like, can you going. give me fifty grand? I'm fifty cent, whatever. And she, anyway, so she made it like we didn't talk about it because of legal reasons. Fofty mm. has now made a big deal about this week, being like, "Lol, your ex Randall is laughing about everything you do now in your life." Like this is this no, week. I that he was talking about um. The chick, the redheaded ex-wife. Yeah, is he was laughing. like, "Yeah, that's what I mean." You said Ren. I <laughs> like Randall is right in my next head. Her. It came out is really she laughing? Well. <laughs> the it girl, the it girl that passes away. I'm so sorry. Spoiler alert. In you, in Not you, in life, in you. God, I said it. Sorry, I meant you. The you, you girl that passes away. The TV show. We're not drunk. Spoiler. <laughs> It sounds like I'm just making up a bunch of words related to nothing. The you girl (laughs) passes it. Uh, But I couldn't believe that she was so. I don't know. She just she has double standards. I think from how for how she is. She has very high standards of how she should be treated, which is great and all for that. She's a pit bull. But then you can't take that standard down to minus seventy four to how you treat others. I agree, and this is when. The savvy V-Pump watchers would have noticed that Stasi took a look at Bo and said, I think Lala's bipolar, and said it in a very oh, yes. serious okay, I thought manner. She said that. Which I think, one, highly inappropriate. Like, you don't make comments about other people's psychological situations. But I think that two, show something about her, how entitled she feels that she thought, okay, worst case, if I thought that about someone and I was gross enough to tell my boyfriend that yeah i'll just camera. be like no but i just be like i can wait an hour until this reunion thing wraps up we'll go to the kitchen make a sandwich and i'll be like lol remember that moment i think she has bipolar but if i, I was that, that gross lala the difference between lala and stassi is that lala's capable sometimes and you and i differ in the fact that i was semi-okay with her this reunion I think that Lala and Stassi differ in that they can accept, res- like Lala can accept responsibility for the things that she should have done better. Like she sits there and she can say, you know what? Not yeah, sure. I should have protected Ariana more. I probably didn't like really treat Raquel with as much respect as I should have. Whereas I feel like Stassi spends a whole season defend, mm-hmm. defend, defend, defend. Whereas Lala, at least in the reunion, can be like, you know what? Like I actually can yeah. fold mm-hmm. and be like, listen Lala just says she's wrong every week and then does it anyway which invites me but that's what everyone accuses James of doing like oh you're the eternal apologizer but do you ever do anything different is kind of the thing that I think that they anyway so whatever (laughs) there's a situation with Lala I think we've got to move on from Lala we probably we get on to seeing Andy does like a quick recap of what like what everyone's been doing in isolation we get to see a beautiful snippet of Sheena and her new boyfriend working out together which I think is really beautiful and cute yes and apparently it's Australian we need to look him up love him little man bun whole situation he could be in the apartment next door Kristen reveals that she has a new boyfriend also named Alex yes but for a month and a half so a month and is a half. That a that, is that a boyfriend made? So. A month and a half? I've been seeing a lot of people for a month and a half. Tell me, like, what's your. So, Shanzi has a boyfriend mm. whose name shall be concealed for the purpose of It's this Josh. He's not, <laughs> he is not famous. Oh 
my god, it's Josh. But, you know, the J. So but, when did you call Josh your boyfriend? Was it a month and a half in? Like, what the fuck is it go? I want to know was, if this is but, normal or not But, mm, I... I wouldn't bring it up on like a big TV show after a month. Jesus, sorry. <laughs> not to my After a month, like, would you? I hardly brought it up to like, like my work Nick friends. Nick and I, another secret revealed. <laughs> not famous Nick. But I think we not probably called each other boyfriend and girlfriend after like four months. Exactly. But I think now we still like celebrate the OG date as our like. Totally, but you keep it cool. But also, that's Kristen. She's never been cool with guys. And she's like, I got an 11. And Andy's like, well, how long? And she's like, a month and a half. And I'm like, wait, what? Uh, Also, I don't want to be the quarantine police, but everyone said we've met him. And I said, interesting, because we've been in lockdown. Do it. Do do. Be the quarantine police. Even Stassi, she doesn't even fucking like Kristen. She's like, I met him and he's really nice. Yeah, what was that about? That's Mm -hmm. fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. So Definitely still friends. It's nice that we get to see that Kristen has a new boyfriend because obviously everyone fucking hates Carter. And then we... Yeah, where's we, Carter um, right now? He's probably like, phew. God, he's probably happily homeless by the way that they present him on the show. Like, I bet Carter has like, like he literally does 3,000 times three what I've uh, ever earned. And we're like, he's so scoundrel and Oh my poor. God, poor Carter. <laughs> then Andy asked, um, he asked Jax finally about the whole... Um, Britney and the strip club thing with um, his bachelor party. So obviously at his bachelor party, Jax goes on this massive um, strip club rampage. That was so cringe to watch this whole scene because he went on the strip club. Britney was like, go do your thing. And he's like, I don't like the strip clubs. But then it was like, no, you really did enjoy them. You motivated a bit. The editors fucked him over so badly. Because Jax was was sitting there being like, so I'm so uncomfortable in strip clubs. Boom! Back to the footage of him with the sunglasses on. And they obviously love Bo Stassi's the boyfriend. They're like, in his face. Um, I feel so uncomfortable here. Can I move? I am married to a really fuck Bo though. He's gonna be like, I'm with the devil. Like I'm over it. <laughs> I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I'm over the whole Bo and Stassi being the perfect fucking couple situation. Well, ah! <laughs> I think you know what. Would what? love to see how their relationship is going now. And I hope it's going good. But this is a real test. Because, like, Bo came, came in when she was flying high, you know. And now she's flying low. So this will be a true test. But to say that, I think he will be a good boyfriend. Like, he seems legit. Hopefully. I think she'll really need him now. As far as, like, he seems like a good guy. And, I don't know. You'd want him in a tough sitch. Well, More so than so. Jax. Like, More so than Jax. stick around for her. Because, like... Mm. If he really, I think really he will. So it doesn't really matter about how much money she has in the bank. But they talked about the whole like Jack's lying about the strip club thing. Brittany is obviously like, oh, haha, like I always knew he was gonna blah blah blah. Then we go on to um, talking about Jacks and Sandoval. Did Jacks not appreciate Sandoval as being like the right? Yeah, that was weird. Best man. Obviously, What's that about? is that just being a villain again? Like, is he I just think playing the role? Is, like, just jealous of the way that Sandoval is being perceived, and he's upset that Sandoval seems like he's an amazing best man, and Jax is always an asshole. But I think that like we can't honestly take Jax's word for any of this situation because no. he's obviously a crazy person. So then I move on from this situation, and we go to um, you know the Tom Tom Garden expansion. It's revealed that Schwartz and Tom um, ended up doing these like fan videos that that raises over fifty thousand dollars for the TomTom employees during the COVID. I love. I thought that was so smart. I was like, why didn't all restaurants do that? And then I was like, wait, telling us how amazing not all restaurant owners are rich and famous. Mm -hmm. But I was like, that's really smart, and also. They didn't have to do that. Like, they no didn't. one would be offended if they didn't. I was like, wow, that just speaks very highly of you guys. Yeah. I don't know. I really have a high opinion of Sandoval just because Same. of all his opinions. I'm, like, always, like, yes, yes, yes. And the way he treats Ariana, I really like. Tom Schwartz, obviously, he's a dick to Katie. But I feel like he's a follower. And I think Sandoval is a good friend for, exactly. for him to look up to and emulate. And that was nice to see. Like, it was good to see that Schwartz and Sandoval had done some stuff for their employees in COVID time. Like, that's yeah, I like, like that. Because, like, they've been given a bit of a golden carpet just being friends with Lisa, which is also fine because they took a risk being on the show. But, um, yeah, it's nice that they're, like, giving back to their little employees, you know? Yeah. 
And we then we kind of talk no, about like could be really tall. Sheena and Brett, like what the fuck was going on with their relationship? With the, which again, like I don't really care about that much. Like I was listening, but no, not but, listening. Mm. Like, okay, so, but I felt like okay. So you know when Brett was saying, you said let's just pretend that we're going out. Oh, that was crazy. No, you talk about, you need to tell people what the fuck he's, he accused Sheena of. What did he accuse her of? Well, he's like saying that she, she tried to convince him to pretend that they were together. See, for I don't think she did. I think it was an offhand comment that she was like, "At least pretend." No, but this is what Brett like tried to say that she did. Yeah, I know uh, nah, he's shady. In that sense, shady Brett. I think that he was like, "Remember that time you pretended she she would have just been like, oh my god, pretend we're going out." Like, as in, like, I don't know, you know when Sheen's just a bit crow? Totally. But just, it's an offhand comment, like, oh, well, at least pretend. <laughs> and I'll then, give you a blowjob tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, oh my god, I almost forgot about the oh Max thing. But, yeah, I think Brett just kind of wants a bit of drama. But when he did call Sheen a middle-aged, I don't think he meant it in a bad way. I think he's dumb and mm. sees himself as middle-aged too. I think that... He's just a complete moron. Doesn't really know yeah. what middle age means. He's really pretty. Is he though? Like I would not bone him if oh, I was. Oh God, no! But I, I mean, like, I don't like pretty guys. Already. I was going to say you... that I was a woman, but I don't I mean... like pretty guys at all. But did you see that photo where he was like doing? They all had their like, what we're doing in quarantine. Notice that Ariana and Sandoval did not have a segment, but it, mm. Andy was like, they're all on brand. Like Lisa was. Oh yes, cleaning. yes, yes, yes. Then you had Brett. And he was doing sit-ups, mm. but, like, in a beanie. And I was like, no one does sit-ups in a beanie. Okay, so you're not attracted to Brett. I'm mm. going to mm. do a little Ooh. quick okay. Luann, fuck, Mary kill of the V-Pump men cast. Hit me. Let's go um, fuck, Mary kill Brett, Max, Schwartz. Oh, dear, this is hard. Is it? Fuck Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Really? Marry Brett, kill Max. I just hate Max. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why don't we do a um, fuck, Mary kill um, Bo, Sandoval, oh. and Schwartz. Oh, dear God. Okay. Um... Kill Bo, even though he's fine. Kill Bo! I know. Sorry, and it sounds like I'm killing a dog. Okay. Fuck Schwartz. I just have to Killing a Labrador. And marry Sandoval. Wait, so what? You're fucking. Killing Bo, fucking Schwartz, marrying Sandoval. Done. I think you just really want to fuck Schwartz. I think that's the end of. What? That's what you're revealing to No, it's not. I'm not Lala. That's a yes. (laughs) Okay, so. He's cheeky and cute. That was kind of the app. Like, was there anything else to do that now? Then they kind of went into the. Witches of WeHo chat with like oh quickly Witches of WeHo was dropped today from a lot of US tours. The whole the stock sit down to Stasi over and I kind of made a note that like obviously Kristen Stasi would be so down to get around Witches of WeHo now. <laughs> like at the time Stasi's like, well as soon as the contract's over, I have eight million other things to deal with. But now I think it's like she well, probably just has one thing to do. You would really wish that you had that Witches of WeHo contract back on a highlight. They're probably friends again because they're probably like, yo, yeah. call me. This is cray cray. Exactly. So the wishes of Weo conversation, I kind of understood it because obviously it's like, you know, when you have a toxic friend that keeps dating the same guy, it makes you upset to see them getting hurt over and over again. But at the same time, I do understand what Kristen's saying that. Well, this is the first time I feel like we've seen proper sides. Like, I feel like they're always just talking. You did this to me. I'm upset. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like. I'm missing a lot. This was the first time you kind of got all the sides. And I feel like the three of them were really calm as in they all pointed out where they fucked up. But I think that Kristen's... Stassi and Katie were more upset about the fact that Kristen, like, seemed to publicly humiliate them as friends. But did they? Like, they... Not last season and this season. Uh, They were kind of saying, you're implying that Katie and I are bad friends. You said X, Y, and Z about us. On the reunion last season, you said this about us during the show. Like, mm. you would tell us that Card is an asshole. And then the next time we filmed together, you would be like, no, he's fine. And we seemed like an asshole. Like, it seemed like they were more upset, in my opinion, Katie and Stassi, about the way that they were perceived 
Fair enough. By the way that Kristen was talking about them versus, like, the actual situation. Because, to be honest, like, I've watched a shit ton of fucking old seasons of mm-hmm. B-Pump. And I think that Kristen supported both of them in crazy, crazy, crazy relationship situations. Like, you've got Katie. Yes, it wasn't fair for Kristen to say, like, he's been, you know, Schwartz has been fucking around and quote-unquote for years. But, like, but, he has. He has. Like, there's been instances where it's like, oh, he kissed a girl in Vegas. Oh, again, he kissed a girl in Vegas. Oh, and when you were married, he kissed some fucking chick. Kristen's yeah, always really there every fucking time being like, I got you, I got you, I got you. How do I support Katie? What does she think? What does she care about? Then it's like Stassi was dating Patrick for four years on and off. Kristen goes, she says to the camera, I fucking love Patrick and Stassi. They're amazing together. And then she's like, oh, you know, it's so hard seeing Stassi like in this like in-between relationship, but still I'll let her live with me. I'll support her while she's like oh trying God, to figure f- this shit okay. out. I am so sorry. I forgot that Stassi lived with Kristen when she, she was did. like trying to come back to the show. She did. Kristen was the one that let her live with her when they weren't fully broken up, Stassi and Patrick, but she was like, Stassi and Patrick are in a good And it was place. also the time where Kristen, um, sorry, it was also the time where Stassi wasn't in the show. Like, she was coming back from New York. Yeah, Kristen was the only one that took her in. Yeah, fuck, this makes me so angry. That's why I'm like, you know what, guys? I understand that she might not have handled things in the right way, but both of you have dealt with situations that are fucking crazy as well. Like, it's not like, oh, Kristen's but fucking only, crazy because she, but she you know, lets this guy do this shit to her. You've let guys do crazy shit to you too, and she's always been there. She doesn't go. She doesn't go. Oh, Stassi's fucking moron. Well, I don't know if Stassi and Kristen would be open to this, but now that they're out of contract, I would love to position them, proposition them, a new show, and it's called Hello, Hello. and it's called Hello, and they. We talk through their new relationship because now they're going through a weird new phase where it's like. Stassi's life was going great, right? And now all this has dropped off. But so she's feeling very vulnerable. She now like she's probably gonna turn going to well. yeah. But now like Stassi's probably gonna turn back to Kristen to be like, I need you as a rock because Kristen's always there when shit happens. When life things have been bad. going really well. And now shit's happening in another way. It's not boyfriend related, but it's life related and yeah. it's gonna be really interesting to see how that relationship pans out. Yeah. So, guys, just give me a ring on Hello, the new show. Hello. Hello. So, that's pretty much, like, what happened with the V-Pump reunion. And then BH has decided to do some, like, actual horrific editing situation (laughs) and leave us a solid two weeks without any new BH episodes. I swear they had a preview at the end of last episode, though. It was, like, the mid-season preview. It was, like... Brandy's coming, Denise stopped filming. Oh my god, it made me so upset now that we need to wait until like July to figure out what the fuck is happening. Yeah, that's horrible. It's 2020, who knows if we're going to make it to July. This week, Shanti and I, like luckily there's a new episode of Roni that we can quickly recap for you at the end of this episode. And then next week, you can expect from us the um, V-Pump reading part three. Um, I can... Should we take a short break and then get back to Roni? Yes. Yes. I think that we need to... You guys can fucking chill the fuck out and we'll collect our Go get yourself another wine. Go to the bathroom. We'll be back. Exactly. Okay, you guys. Now we have finished our um, V-Pump reunion part two wrap-up of the week. We're going to go straight into our Roni wrap-up, which is the... Um, Tinsley's last episode. Tinsley's last episode. Which was a surprise to everyone. We didn't see it coming. Like, I mean, we saw it coming, but we didn't really honestly think that she would leave the Housewives. We knew, obviously, Yonks ago on actual real-life Instagram that her and Scott got engaged. So, like, watching this season being like, man, what's happening with her and Scott didn't really interest me because I knew that they got engaged. Yeah, but I did not think she would leave the show. I thought she would just be a housewife. The first one of the season to be a wife. I think that she'll struggle with, like, her new lifestyle, to be honest. Yeah, but, I mean, Tinsley struggles. 
She does. I just, look, to be honest, she's not my favorite housewife. She's on a show called Roni, which is not at all <laughs> the same as Real Houses of Orange County or Beverly Hills. Like, I feel like she'd be much better suited to either of those franchises where you're a bit more, like, reserved. You don't really care about how you're perceived on camera. I think that, like, she sticks out like a sore thumb on Roni because she really honestly cares about how she's perceived by everyone when the whole cast is fucking nuts and they don't give a fucking shit about no. how they're Barney, perceived. Roni is, like, very much... It's less about the life, the life they lead. It's more about their personality. Whereas Beverly Hills and OC, it's who you know, mm. what house you have. Let's show this party. Let's do that. It's all fancy. Whereas Roni, it's like, it's kind of about you. Messy. Be messy. It's very messy. Do whatever the fuck you want. So I think that Tinsley didn't even really fit into Roni that well anyway. So to Never. me, I'm like... And she should have. Like, she has the character, like, it girl... Of the early noughties, you know, yeah. or early to late noughties of New York. She should have fitted in well, but she just didn't. Live your absolute best life. If if she's... And this is what she wants. Like, we've seen it after seasons and seasons. Like, you don't want to spend your life fighting with fucking Dorinda about random shit. Like, no. you met the love of your life. Go fucking live it. Live in Chicago. And I think Tinsley's lovely. Like, she should be happy. I just... You know, like, I'm... It's... It's not like Dorinda's leaving, you know? Like, I'm not upset. Exactly. And it's the, the fucking yeah. most hilarious thing because Sonia commented on Tinsy's like goodbye post and was like, yes, it is because of me that you met Scott and you became a real housewife of New York. So like you okay, owe so all of your life to I me. I thought that was shady when I saw it on Instagram. Then I watched the episode and Sonia's kind of, you know, obviously loving on Dale, Tinsley's mother being like, you know, I love Dale. Like I think, I think Sonia's Sonia's always given not Tinsley, like, Tinsley so much weird shade. I think I think Sonia's gonna miss Dale, and Dale was like crying about missing Sonia. I, know. I just it was kind of cute and also kind of weird. But I think that yeah, like I think no one's gonna miss Tinsley. We're over it. We're ready to move on. We're fine. What housewife, past, present, New York? Any other franchise would you like to see take Tinsley's spot? Okay, so I would love to see. I love fishes out of water. Imagine popping someone like Tamara Judge Oof. in New York. Oh my god. Could she handle the concrete playground? No. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Concrete jungle. Damn it, that was so. Yeah, so I would love to see Bethany come back. Adore, because they froth her and she's my favorite housewife of all time. Weirdly, I really liked Carol when she was on the show, but I don't miss Carol, her. She could bring something that Tinsley doesn't bring. What about Jill? I love Jill. I really stand Jill. Jill, I'd bring Jill back. Those bring are all Jill the back. New York chicas I'd bring back. And then if we're talking like older housewives, I'm bring back Alex. She's crazy. Maybe, um... I wouldn't mind if, like, some of the New Jersey girls, like, tried to go to New York, like, well, Jacqueline I mean, Lorita or, like, Karen friends, Manzo, right? like, they're they, all friends. they have Melissa Gorga, like, come on as, like, a, um, Melissa, s- who never ages, sub-person in their, like, New York Fashion Week episode, so I feel like there's a potential crossover, like, New Jersey, New York, like, it's not that far away from each other geographically, we could I try catch and a fairy, get there, and show up, smush that motherfucking shit and together, and reimburse your ticket but the moral of the story is that neither of us really gave a fucking shit about tinsley's life leaving to stay with us whatever no she was great to be like a moral sounding ward like it kind of kept them all together not moral sounding ward that's silly just sticky tape she was sticky tape um yeah like the kind of sticky (laughs) tape that you touch a couple times and then it wouldn't be sticky and then a few hairs get stuck there and it's just yeah yeah. um so elise came this okay so this episode they went to the haunted house which oh my I God, loved because what? I love I love seeing genuine moments where like I'm laughing, they're laughing, we're all friends. Also, I think, and uh, it was when they went to the haunted house and they each surprised each other with. I also love haunted houses. Yeah, me. Side too. note of life. Really? Like I could watch. I love watching scary movies. I love going to haunted houses. Like mm. anything that's slightly scary, like entices me. Have you been to like a ghost train? Yeah, Luna Park. Luna motherfucking park. 
When my no, mom... Linden Park, sorry. It's um what, the Easter show? But this was like next level where people jumping out. That's like, yeah, yeah. we don't have that in I've Australia. Done that. No, we did that in the haunted house. Okay. I honestly don't find it scary because I'm always like, Bleh. like I loved it. I love seeing Dorinda touch me get scared. I love seeing Ramona. Like those moments if you were touch so me, pure. You're crazy. Like that would be my justification in my head. I'd be like, you're all actors. You're being weird. <laughs> but I would have gotten really freaked out if we were in like something that was like a heritage well interestingly i think this episode was cut because it was kind of like a halloween episode they're going to the haunted house and then next episode is them getting ready for a halloween party but i love that honestly like all of them wearing black outfits except for fucking luann's wearing like she didn't get the memo that she's wearing literally like a leopard leotard well she said she's going for the vibe (laughs) and i'm like go luann i mean it's less racist than other outfits but also, can you wear black and chill out, please? <laughs> so true. Like, you do not have to wear a love heart necklace. Like, and, you're just waiting Luanne to get was, on bad necklaces. What the fuck is this event that Luann threw Because she was like, Tinsley, you can't move to Chicago because I have a fucking Halloween party coming up. She was like, I know. I was like, um, Luann, you've never. Excuse you. Luann has never thrown an iconic party, but I'm waiting to be proved wrong. I agree. So. It's just, it's, oh, yeah. So this whole episode was really funny with the whole Halloween situation because that's fucking crazy. Well, I'm really, so that was interesting, but I'm, I mean, on Instagram, if anyone else is a big Housewives of New York fan, you'll see that Ramona, if you've not shut us down by now, (laughs) you would have seen that Ramona and Dorinda have parted ways. Like there's a lot of hate against each other on Twitter and Insta. Anyway, so in this ep, we saw that Ramona was doing a 60th birthday party for herself. Oh, yes. And I kind of always thought the whole Ramona's so selfish, as in self kind of righteous and swordfish. <laughs> but she, like, there's this whole kind of joke that she has all these, like, fake friends that she yeah. values more than her real friends. Um,. Blah blah blah. That are apparently Dorinda and Sonia who were on a TV show with her, you know. So I always kind of kind of gave it two cents. I was like, they probably are better friends than Sonia and Dorinda to you. But as the years go by, I think, I think no. I think Ramona's kind of foolish. Sure. I agree. <laughs> She's a bit crazy. Like she spends her whole life being like, these are my friends. These are my like high class. Upper East Side friends. And, like, she was at the point last season where she'd be like, you know what, I'm not going to invite Sonia to this group of people and their events. And this is, like, a real housewife of New York that she's not inviting to this event. Like, yeah. it's not about, like, who she knows. It eventually she's becomes, not like, not she just wants Kendall to be... not inviting Kendall and Chantel from O Bravo, the podcast. No, and she should because Sonia fucking Morgan followed us this week, everyone. Hey, everyone. Shout out to my new best friend. But I think it becomes obvious that, like, Ramona doesn't really care about, like, the notoriety of her guests. She just wants to be the center of attention. It's very strange. And so, also very Ramona. Like, so Ramona, Ramona is strange. Like, ever since season one, like, at least we can give her that, that she's being true to herself, which is just strange and weird and very hard to be friends with. And I think the fact that they are on this show... Dorinda and Sonia have been friends to Ramona because Ramona is a weird person, but because they've gone through this roller coaster, they are friends. Yeah, 100%. You know? But you could, it would be very hard to be friends with Ramona. God, she's fucking nuts. Yeah. Totally. So, guys, I think that that kind of wraps up our Roni recap of the week. I think the next thing that we have to do is our um, top five at five. Which last week we promised that we would talk about our um, top five lines of, like, the whole entire Bravo show. Can we do three? Can we break this rule? Yeah, let's do three instead of five. So we're doing our top three at five because we cannot think of five. It's too hard. (laughs) We've just been doing too much of the recapping. And I think there was so much news this week that we need to just really cut it fucking back. So you guys... Here's our um, top three at five. Last week, we said that we would do this whole segment on the Bravo, like, quotes 
the sayings that we resonated with the most. So, okay, Shanzi, and now do you want to? I'm like, not gonna forget. Uh, if we get the same one, we have to do a shot of our wine. Okay, fuck. Because okay. we always forget. No, I know. We know. We really have right. to. So, like, if we so get fucked up, it's. I'm right in saying we're not doing taglines. We're just doing like quotes of the show, right? Yes. So you tell me your number three. Right. My number three is Camille Grammer, who I have a newfound love of. I, I love her. I, just, I love her. The morally corrupt Faye Resnick. Oh, the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. It was such... I just loved it because it was so so sly and so Camille. It was like, you can't take me to court for this, but I'm going to say it. Oh my God, I don't have that on my list, but I love it so much. All right, what's your number three? My number three, like, saying of the Bravo world is, um, Rotten Hail. Rotten Hail. Brittany. Brittany versus Jack's season six where she's like she finds out about him cheating and she's like you fucking rotten hell and also rot in my marital bed because i took you back yeah rotten my motherfucking hell it is good because it comes with an accent for free i agree i love a good southern accent okay number two my darling um okay so number two um would be don't be, like, be cool. Don't be all, like, uncool. Yeah. It's just, like, and a classic, classic. And probably the one's best moment. And I love it. Yeah. It's not on your list? It's not. Okay. No shot, no shot for me or you. My number two favorite quote is, he will never emotionally fulfill <gasps> you. <laughs> I love that. And how funny because Faye Resnick, I think it was that yeah, same dinner it's party. Yeah, the same dinner party. Just a different quote. That, he will never emotionally Just quickly to the fans out there. Do you know that Hey you? Mauricio and Kyle. Which is so ironic because they like definitely emotionally on every level fulfill each other. Although he is fucking high in every other episode. Ooh. We'll talk about that next episode. <laughs> but um, what were we talking about before I went on this? Kyle, Mauricio. That episode. Yes. So there is a long <laughs> version of that episode. Oh, really? I will send it to you. Please do. It is like porn for us. Okay. Excellent. So, number okay. one. Number one. Hit me up. It's my turn? Yeah. You're a slut pig. You're a slut. It's just such. Which is what Kim Richards talking to Brandy. It is- oh, my lordy. Such a weird compliment slash. It's yeah. not a compliment at all. No, it's not. Should but, you I know, have thought that that was a compliment in my whole no. entire life? But if someone gave it to me now, I'd be like, yes. Yeah. But at the time, yeah. it was horrible. Okay, so we it have just... literally no shots in this game. Okay, what's yours? What's yours? My number one is, um, I don't know what I've done to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. Which is um, Stasi to Sheena. I know. Because I love a good glass of wine and I also love a good fuck you. It's always me today. And there was someone that's overdone her quote and being like, I don't know what I've done to you, but I will be held accountable for my racist quote. Dude, I think we also have to say, like, next week's top five at five or top three at five, whatever the fuck we decided is. Uh-huh. Sorry, What's guys, you won't know what it is. Is going to be top five or top three, like, um, Bravo Libs that Andy would never fuck with. That's kind of like mm-hmm. what we need to discuss. So like, like his like fave peeps that yeah, are like who untouchable. Would Andy never like be mad at. Who does he tend to take the side more um, of? Like who does he not want to like be mad? Yeah. So I think I we'll think, be shotting next week. I get a vibe. We'll be shotting. I hope so because we've been playing this game very safely and I'm ready for. It. I mean, I'm sure most of I you mean, at home are probably wasted by the gallop regardless exactly but. so like you and me and shansi should all be wasted right now and yeah. you i'm talking about and if next week listener we're not there's something wrong with your preferences for exactly the top five or five so have a think about like the reunions like who do you think that andy has has like a specific affiliation with like who do you think that he's like given a little bit more love to like We'll talk about it next at the very end of next episode. I think that next episode we'll probably cover the reunion part three of Vanderpump Rules. We will also probably cover one of 
below deck, Real House of the Potomac mm-hmm. or Johannesburg. Like, I just saw Johannesburg. On. Guys, hit us up on Instagram. I want your beef, tea, everything about like Johannesburg Housewives. I want the info. Yeah, we're all just trying to like start afresh from now, like with the new season. So like we're going to probably cover some of those. Otherwise, like I think you guys are the queens of life for listening to us. We love you. We hope you understand and appreciate us for what we are, which is rosé drinking, burrito eating motherfuckers. <laughs> and you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, however the fuck you want to listen to podcasts because Chantel is that technologically advanced. Mm. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Pear. What the fuck is that? I'm kidding. This is another fruit. Is oh, it? Apple. Oh, Pear. You can find us on Apple and Pear. And strawberry. And thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, have a shot. You deserve it. Have a shot. We we'll love you. We'll see you next week. See you next time. Follow <laughs> us on oh, wait, no. Bravo yes. the podcast. And subscribe and rate. Bitch, it takes two seconds.